Hi everyone, this is Takatoshi Shibayama, the host of the Future Design Podcast. This podcast looks to empower listeners with perspectives on how we can challenge the social norm and evolve with better understanding of philosophy, spirituality, and ethics. Empowered individuals can have a much stronger voice and influence in bringing about revolutionary changes in the world, whether you're building businesses or technologies. My guests and I speak about social constructs that are commonly accepted in the world today that's not working anymore, and how to rebuild them with ethical values to create a better future. This is part two of my conversation with Wajid Hassan. Future Design Podcast. Well, thank you for coming back onto our show again, Wajid. Thank you for joining the show. Oh, great to be back. Yeah, great. And today is Monday, the uh, the 21st of June, and our part one just went live. So I hope a lot of the listeners have tuned in before listening to this part two. And this time, I just want to go a little bit deeper into our discussion about uh, the world that we're living in today and how it's going to change over time. Uh, so the first question I had in mind was this new age of Aquarius. So we went from Pisces to Aquarius. And what I've learned that the age of the Aquarius is about friendship is getting people connected. And before that, it was more of, you know, people of idealism and trying to create this, you know, new paradigm. So what can we learn from the past age? And then how we can incorporate what we've done previously into this new age? Well, in the past, um, the, the great one, the greatest person was was the person who who would retire, would would be away from humanity, who would be in a cave or in the Himalayas or in an ashram, uh, who would go within, uh, get the deep meditative states, and would be enlightened. And that was in, in the old days. That was was what was considered as the norm. Um, in these days, in the Aquarian age, um, Dr. King talked about two Buddhas that exist in this world. The first Buddha is the one who goes into the ashram to gain the highest states of meditation, and you know, forget mankind, forget the vibrations of mankind, and just. Uh, continue with 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 his evolution and the second border is the one who who lives among mankind who can still go in the deep meditative states who can still raise his consciousness but uh, detaches from that and puts all his time and effort to help raise the consciousness of of uh, mankind because he realizes uh, in this day and age that we are indeed our brother's keeper and that we are responsible whether we like it or not uh, for the whole planet and so it's our duty uh, you know I was going to say moral duty I think it's our duty just as members of the human race uh, to help each other it's not a it's not it's not a, uh, a privilege or an honor. It's just part of what we are in these days. Mm. I, I totally understand because right now I feel like this uh, connectivity that we've started to kind of lose because I think the previous age, especially you know, in, in my lifetime, I guess, and maybe for yours as well, is that we always had this idea that we have to be individualistic. We have to pursue our self-interest and we had this kind of 
neoliberalism ideas uh, amongst us. And and as you mentioned, you know, people lived in caves and and tried to be you know more sacred just for our sake. But I think that now we have to think about the rest of the whole uh, human society. We have to be more interconnected. You know, when when I just sit down with the people who are agitated around me, I do feel the sense, and I start to become agitated myself. I think that works across the whole world as well, right? So if we see a lot of violence and 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 hatred, then we start to consume that, and we change into that person as well. So we have to be able to to spread uh, positivity around, and I think that you know. The this pursuit of self-interest has to be the pursuit of the whole entire human society, and the new age of Aquarius is is that is that my, my understanding correct? Yeah, people uh, tend to you know to stay within their family unit or within their community, and and uh, uh, some people do a tremendous amount of good within within that community as well and within their families, but um, you know. Um, Dr. King said that we're just as close to the uh, Aborigines as we are to the Chinese, as we are to the Russians, as we are to any 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 countrymen uh, around the world, uh, as as we are to our family, and that's a concept which uh, is not popular. Uh, people don't want to hear that, but the the but it's a, it's a metaphysical truth, and we all came like like I explained last time. We all came from the one. A creative source or the divine source and we're all going back to that one creative or divine source uh, as just and we're all parts of that and so um, uh, yeah I I think um, also another thing that your listeners may not be aware of but evolution is actually speeding up right now there is a there is a change which is speeding up the evolution of mankind so now it's a case of um, either um, Either we conform or, or we will be asked to leave uh, in, the, in the next couple of centuries. This is not, uh, this is not well, maybe, maybe if mankind changes. No, a decree has been given to mankind at this time that either we change or conform or, or we will not be allowed to stay on this planet. And that's a truth which, again, uh, I, I found shocking, but at the same time, it, it is a reality. Can can you dive into more of that concept as well? Why weren't why aren't we able to 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 be here? Why why do we have to be dislocated somewhere else? It's only fair. Um, uh, I explained that the uh, we have the uh, positive influence of the Aquarian age. We have the raising of Mother Earth. Her vibrations are raising, which is causing climate change. Uh, the ionosphere is coming down. Cosmic rays are coming down. And so, um, in those who, you know, people like the warmongers or the polluters or the people who control the economies, the financiers, all those people who, who will not be able want, want to conform or keep the same ideology, they will actually, in mercy, not 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 uh, not uh, not in harshness, they will actually, in mercy after death, will be taken to another planet. Uh, in this solar system, this planet uh, has been referred to by scientists as Planet X. Uh, it's on the other side of the solar system from the Earth. Um, it can't cannot be seen from from Earth, but scientists have concluded that it is there. Um, 
based on the pull, magnetic pull of uh, the planet Uranus and Neptune. They say it's about 10 times the size of Earth. And what Dr. King said is that those who do not conform will in mercy uh, be taken to planet X in the in the centuries to come and and will have to relive their uh, evolutionary or bloody history that we created on this planet over eight for 80 million years and that's uh, something that uh, is is important for your listeners to understand that now uh, it's, it's uh, either we conform or we go Hmm. And when they have to move over to this planet X, is it that the extraterrestrials will come and take them to planet X or will they just reincarnate and just land on planet X? Um, you know, uh, of course, you know that when we die, we go to different realms of existence. Um, and from there, um, the, the reincarnation uh, cycle for Earth, uh, they will not they will not be introduced into the reincarnation reincarnation cycle of earth but will be introduced into the reincarnation cycle uh, of planet x and so um uh, again you know um i i as a as a as a metaphysician i'm not a yogi master but i don't know the intricacies of what will happen when they when they do uh, all, all all i do know that dr king said that they're um uh, evolutionary cycle will be thousands of years regressed so they may actually uh, reincarnate as basic life forms to you know and maybe start from the caveman uh, neanderthal kind of scenario and then make their ways up thousands of years so that that's the possibility that could happen on this newer primitive world to to, to start their evolutionary cycle we, we as humans only took place a very short time in the lo long lifespan of this earth, but what was happening before us humans came along? Obviously, we had the dinosaurs and all, all these other creatures that evolved into uh, who we are now. That's the science that we've been taught. But what you propose is something extremely different, is that we, from different planets, might have reincarnated into our human bodies. So... It, how does that science match with the theories that you talk well, about? Well, science is very, very incorrect. They say what the metaphysician or the yogi master says today, science uh, acknowledges, um, you know, two, three hundred, five hundred years later. And so, um, again, my master was able to see the true history uh, based on, uh, you know, on his study, scientific study of the Akashic records of Earth. Um, some even... I'm not sure if he he deluded it, but he said that the possibility of the dinosaurs could have been mutations from the atomic destruction of Atlantis. So you know, um, again, you know, um, science is is very very primitive as far as the history is concerned, and and the science that they know uh, about the advanced civilization for, again for some reason, just like UFOs, uh, they're hiding this information. But um, what Dr. King said that before we came to this planet, there was actually an advanced race of human beings on this planet called Adamic Man, a very advanced civilization. And, and Adamic Man agreed 18 million years ago to help the mutated uh, live streams uh, that, that, you know, that we were, radioactive mutated live streams that we were from destroying our planet uh, Maldek and they actually helped over a, a period of centuries or thousands of years to help uh, mankind evolve 
and and resemble some kind of civilization and they in turn uh, actually left planet earth to go on to other other realms or other planets themselves and that's um again that's uh something that uh science does not even even mention at all because they don't know science doesn't know the yogis again have known all this for millions of years and so um um, I would say listen to the yogi masters than basic scientists who are still either know the the truth or not revealing it to the masses. Yeah, as I said in the last episode, I think science is just playing catch up to the to understanding this world. So you can't really take everything uh, with scientific evidence as a you know plain old fact because there's so much more mystery in this world and. Uh, but we had ancient people, like ancient scholars, Greek scholars like Aristotle, talking about Atlantis and etc. And they kind of existed on this life. We can't find them. Uh, there are a lot of statues and things that are buried uh, in the oceans. And some researchers have been able to t- take these out. And we find very interesting sculptures and, and artifacts that show people flying or Riding something that looks like a somewhat like an like an airplane. I mean, do you think that these are some you know mer- memories carried on from when we were you know living in Atlantis, or, or it was something that was in our Earth? Yeah, you know, they say that our superconscious memory has everything. Uh, for some reason, when we reincarnate, our our subconscious memory is locked is locked up. And we don't remember our past. There's a, there's a reason for it because unless you're ready, it's not. It may be very traumatic to remember your past. Um, you know, I I don't want to know if I was a soldier who killed civilians in a past life. I can't live with that. So uh, till the till the person is ready in a certain evolutionary cycle, in a stage of evolution, then he can he or she can uh, remember their past lives. But it's probably better uh, to focus on on the present life um so um i i think that um you know as far as memory is concerned um we we still have that memory locked in from the, our initial birth billions of years ago to now we just have to um go within in our intuition and evolve ourselves to the point where we can remember the past um and and again you know there's there's been evidence after evidence of advanced civilizations i mean the, uh, there was a documentary i saw where the hopi indians have a literal ritual where they um hold up a, a, a flying saucer and worship this flying saucer which is like you know blew me away and this is a tradition they've had for thousands of years which again showed me that they've had communications with extraterrestrial beings in the past um another uh, Russian uh, uh, discovery uh, in Russia they found uh, in the mountains uh, extremely microscopic uh, s- um, spirals of um, of metal which could only be been have been done by some advanced machinery and they found a transistor which you know they they figured would be would be about a you know embedded in rock would be like a hundred thousand years old so these evidences are are just uh, overwhelming in, in regards to advanced civilizations that we belong to in the past as well 
And I had a previous episode, uh, it was episode 39, Consciousness of the Ancient Civilization. And at that time, there were people, you know, let's say 14,000 years ago and onwards, uh, that the people did look into their souls and, and understood the concept of human connectivity. But in, in the theories of this Asia Pisces and, 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 um, and Aquarius and, and so on is that, um, we, we reincarnated to very lower levels of um understanding and 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 um and uh i would say like the scientific understanding of life and then we started to evolve and we're getting to this age of aquarius where we start to really understand but it seems like there were ancient civilizations uh that and you also mentioned that too that you know they they were potentially visited by extraterrestrials or they understood that you know we're all connected on a very conscious level i mean there, there seems to be gaps in in our human evol uh, evolution on this earth of like sometimes that we understood it some societies were more maternalistic as well and this this goes into your book about like us going into a more uh, materialistic world rather than this um uh, the, the paternalistic world and i think that all those things have been like kind of bumps here and there that we see that um, kind of seeing a glimpse of like how civilization can be maybe on the scientific level it's much more immature it might be technology wise it might have been a lot more um, non-sophisticated but you know on the on a conscious level they were much more highly advanced than we were so what how, how do you explain the, all these kind of gaps that we see throughout human uh, evolution well, the thing is, uh, one time, uh, I agree with you, at uh, one time we were highly evolved uh, individuals and uh, because of, our, you know, atomic destruction of Maldek and Lemuria and Atlantis, uh, we've actually regressed terribly. And what the cosmic beings or cosmic masters are saying, that uh, we, uh, again, in this, they're giving us every opportunity to evolve, to raise our consciousness in these days. We just have to think of them and they'll send a a beam of uh, of energy through us to send out to the world um you know in in society in general most people want to stay in power they don't want the people to come up above them what they what the cosmic that's the difference between the cosmic masters they're saying listen you were gods at one time and it's time to become gods again and you don't you're just re you're just using lower psychic senses that right now you've you've missed uh, how to use the higher psychic senses you know the, the psychic center in the forehead and above and so what they're saying is they they're giving us uh, uh, all the spiritual power that we need in order to raise our consciousness at this time uh, and help the planet and so um you know um it, our regression is our own fault we can't blame any divine source we can't blame the cosmic beings uh, we were given free will many years ago uh, we misused the free will and what they're saying is the only way to freedom is is to give up the free will and then get back into the spiritual disciplines you know i you know i know that you do uh, you do self uh, self defense and self defense and karate judo those are those are just uh ways of disciplining the body to the point where you can actually uh, again raise your consciousness uh to higher mystic states that's the essence of uh these eastern martial arts uh eastern yogic philosophies they all point to the same source of raising the consciousness
and through even my jujitsu practices, I feel like I'm just not I'm not just doing it because I just want to get stronger or or for self defense. But you know, I do feel this sense that I am you know elevating my consciousness so that I'm more in tune with other people's thinking. Because you know, when you're fighting in that sense, you have to understand not the physical, what the the visual that you're actually seeing, but sensing that what. The other opponent's going to do a little bit ahead of time so that you can, you know, you could progress in, in that game. So uh, I feel like yes, definitely, I, I feel more people's consciousness than than I do than I did before. Dr. King uh, mentioned years ago he met a judo master uh, from Japan, and this man was so advanced in his art. He said that he, that that he can from twenty feet away he could kill a person with his mind. That's how powerful he he got, and he would he dare would not even dare even think about it. He would rather run than confront any human being or try to harm them. And the essence is that you reach a certain uh, evolutionary scale, uh, you can be very destructive or you can be very uh, healing. So there are beings in lower realms that use the destructive power uh, within and try to control the masses and try to. Cause destruction or whatever, and then on the other side, um, that's another thing that people are not aware that there is a spiritual uh, battle, invisible battle going on behind the scenes bef- between the forces of darkness and the forces of light. The forces of darkness know that their time is up. These lower astral beings, uh, who Dr. King, having been in those realms, that are extremely highly intelligent, scientific uh, beings. Uh, you know, and and then we have the ascended masters of this planet, uh, who live in retreats, uh, mountain mountain retreats around the world, who are trying to uh, stop uh, these demonic forces from causing maybe a nuclear holocaust, so that they can gain their power. And these demonic forces know that the end of the world, as far as they're concerned, is is finishing because the vibrations are rising, and so there will be a, a lot of lot more conflict. That will be occurring. There will be this fear and division against races and religions that keeps cropping up all the time. And then we have the the ascended masters, the forces of light, uh, uh, who are trying to balance this. And so, what we need to do again is help in this spiritual war by sending out this energy of of light to transmute or counteract that that counteract the hate and destruction that is so prevalent on this planet right now. And what does it mean that Mother Earth is raising its vibrations? Because it, it, we can kind of, I can kind of sense what you're trying to say, but I guess for a lot of our listeners who might not, you know, be well in tune with uh, these concepts, could you give shed a little bit of light on what it means for the Earth to raise its vibrations? Well, again, you know, um, Dr. King said that he said that the most sacred, most holiest being that you will ever touch in your life is the ground on uh, on your feet. He said that this this um, this uh, our Mother Earth, who has sustained us over the millions of years, is a living, breathing entity, uh, just like we are living, breathing entities. Um, that in the, we're physical beings, but we you know this is not the real us because when we die, our soul moves on so again the earth is the same it's a physical uh, 
earth but inside there's there's an entity that that is so evolved as 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 to be beyond our puny imagination so after the destruction of maldek she decided to hold up her evolutionary uh, uh cycle in order to allow mankind to reincarnate so she she put herself under a tremendous amount of limitations and then in 1964 on July the 8th the cosmic beings surrounded planet earth and they sent sent tremendous energies from the sun uh, into her into her body into her spiritual heart and these energies were co- was called the primary initiation of earth so she's taken that initiation now uh what that what she could have done is released all those energies at once which would have been very beneficial to her but it would have completely have destroyed the whole 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 of mankind so what she's doing instead now is slowly releasing these energies every year so that you know she she won't harm mankind and then uh mankind can conform to her rising uh which eventually will come and then we we have been promised an age in the next few centuries where there will be uh, no wars there will be no pollution there will be no economic system there will be no countries uh just open land and sea uh this is the this is the um a vision that was seen by my master and and other seers in the past and it's not a case of uh, if it might happen it is going to happen so the future has been uh, foreseen and it is going to happen so um this raising of her vibrations is an aspect of what people have termed the new age or the great change or the great reset that's going to happen in the future and you said that the climate change is is the result of this higher vibrations and potentially it will wipe out some species it'll make us uh, our lives are much more difficult we need to obviously adapt to it uh, but uh, is this also the intention of the earth is to you know change the climate so that uh, there will be a lot of you know uh, like uh, you know how would i say it? there'll be a lot of changes in the vegetation there'll be differences in in species that can sort of survive through this obviously we need to change ourselves as well is that is that the intention um yeah a lot of the species will die off and uh dr king mentioned that some of the species already uh, are are uh, moving on to this other planet um um just like we are um we will be if we don't conform um Uh, the climate change is again benefit beneficial for the earth it was it was foreseen the, the the cosmic beings talked about it in the 50s and 60s long before anybody even discussed climate change and um, the ice caps are melting uh, and there will be a uh, flooding in certain different countries i'm not sure which countries but there will be some certain countries will be flooded um and also um this climate change is actually beneficial for the earth because um what they're saying is that there will be no four seasons anymore and we will have a temperate climate a beautiful climate uh that will be very temperate like similar to Hawaii but worldwide so there won't be these fluctuation of weather conditions in the, in, in in the future and so this is just these turbulences are just uh mother earth conforming and changing uh uh her vibrations according to her evolutionary cycle. Mm, that's interesting. 
I think the Triassic period it just had one seasons. It was hot and humid, if I remember correctly.、Uh, it's kind of like Singapore here. It'll be really nice if they could、uh, get rid of the humidity, so it'd be more like Hawaii.、Um, and、uh, yeah, I understand. And and then、uh, so as the Earth、uh, heightens its vibrations, how can we conform to it? So you you mentioned about you know, needing to conform, otherwise we'll be reincarnated to a to a lower realm. So what what is it that we can do? Uh, like I say, the 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 only solution is a spiritual solution to the crisis we have on Earth, and Dr. King mentioned that、um, if we solve that crisis, he said automatically all crises between countries and in our personal life will automatically solve themselves. So that's the biggest crisis right now. We're not sending out spiritual energy again. It's very tangible. Uh, energy, uh, you can feel it as you send it through. I've been healing for over forty years. I, I can、uh, I can feel the tremendous、uh, energy that I, that goes through me when I send it out or I go and、uh, heal a patient. And so everybody, every man, woman, and child has this ability to send out spiritual power. And so、uh, again, you can do it in your own religious practice. You don't even have to be、uh, religious. You don't even have to believe in God. All you have to do is have this desire to serve, and and draw in this power which has been sent by the cosmic masters,、um, and and just、uh, send it out as a white light out to the world. That's all. The thing is, it's so simple, Takatoshi, that they,、um, you know,、uh, people think. People are always into like complicated complications. They think if something is complicated, that, that it must be like real. But something this simple of sending out spiritual energy, like you know, maybe before a, a soccer match or a football match, you know, if if the whole arena raise their hands and send out power, can you imagine the the kind of power that would go out、uh, to the world? And so.、Um, That's the only solution. It's a simple one.、Uh, the the cosmic masters do all the manipulation, all the complex manipulation. They can beam because of their advanced、uh, scientific knowledge of radionics.、Uh, they can beam these energies individually, or maybe to a hundred million people at a time. That's the kind of control that they have. And all we have to do is think of them. We can actually contact these beings by sending this energy through us. And sending out, we may not get a message, we may not get a sign, but but that is one way、uh, that it's the only way that's going to save、uh, ourselves from our own self destruction at this time. Yeah, I, I feel like we pretty much exhausted all the internal methods that we can think of in order for us to come together, and something like an external force is probably necessary. At some point, because you know all these UN meetings and everything, and we've done quite a lot of things. And obviously, I think there's been a lot of progression, but you know we just don't have the final push to think that. And especially as you write in your book, it's it's sometimes it's really hard because you have to love the terrorists, you have to love the murderers, and you have to love all the you know authoritarian people or you know dictators, etc. Because they're all part of one. Consciousness as well, and I think that's the last final, you know, barrier that we have. It's that we just can't get over the people that we can't agree to, and we're just fixated that he or she and I are so different that there's no other way to come together, right? Yeah, and you know, again, the truth of reincarnation has to be、uh, has to be shown worldwide. 
you know, all this conflict in the Middle East between, you know, religions and races, it's just, it's just total ignorance because if they realized that they are only one race for a certain life and then they could come back uh, as the race that they're hating, you know, just to learn that experience. Um, you know, Dr. King said it's guaranteed a rich man will be born very, very poor if he doesn't use his, uh, nothing wrong with having finances, but if he doesn't use it in the right way to help other people, he will be born poor or starving so that he, he can experience that. Um, you talk about, you know, an external force. Uh, one thing again, uh, which your listeners may not be aware, but, you know, the religions talk about uh, a messiah or a leader coming to, to coming to earth. And some say it's Jesus, some say it's Buddha, some say, you know, uh, it's Moses or whatever. But, but there has been talk about uh, a great spiritual leader coming to earth. And uh, Dr. King had a, um, a contact with uh, a very, very advanced I would say uh, um, a very advanced being who told him uh, that there will in fact come a, a leader, a spiritual leader on this planet, but he won't be, uh, you know, shrouded in any mystery like the way the Master Jesus was born or the way the Lord Buddha was born or Sri Krishna. They said that he will openly land um, he said it may it probably be at a time when maybe like the financial uh, systems have collapsed and earth has reached a stage where things have just not are not going the way they're supposed to and he said that he will actually land openly in the inner spacecraft and he will approach the earth leaders he said he he will stand tall among men uh, be humanoid uh, in a one-piece suit and silver suit and he will approach the earth leaders and they will ask of him his credentials and he will produce them and and this is just uh, amazing it's it's a, it's a it's a value it's for me it brings great hope but they said that his power will be so enormous uh, this one man will have more power than the combined military might of all the armies of all the world this is the kind of power which he will demonstrate. He won't come as a dictator or kill anybody, but Dr. King said he may, with his with with telekinesis, maybe like move the Statue of Liberty from New York to the to the to the West Coast as a demonstration of power. But he will demonstrate his power. And again, they said that those who will, will not heed his spiritual message again will be removed from the earth uh, through reincarn through death and reincarnation onto the planet uh, X and again this is something that um, I think is a great message of hope because again we don't have to rely on the people who have molded and hypnotized us to go into war and to do all these things in our history uh, something greater than everything combined on earth is due to come and this greatness is spiritual and benign and that just blows my mind you know because, you know, usually you think of something like that coming in would have a tremendous destructive force and kill everybody. No, this is something so powerful, but spiritual and, and, and gentle at the same time. That's that's also the, uh, what's going to happen in the future as well. Uh, it may be actually in the next couple of hundred years. We, know, we don't know. Mm. I guess all the avatars that these, uh, these 
people from the other dimensions carried, whether it be uh, Buddha or Jesus or Moses, they all tried to do it in, in our own human cultural ways, but I guess next time it's going to be quite different. So, so moving on for us, so as, as you mentioned, like we want to raise our vibrations and, and send this white light of energy, and it doesn't matter what religion you are, even if you're not spiritual, this is something that we can do. And uh, and then, you know, th there will be some kind of Messiah coming in a, f a few hundred day, hundred years. So in, in that time, time frame, you know, what we can do as, as individuals that are carrying on our day-to-day -day lives and, you know, the, the, I want to, I want to kind of ask you something a little bit different because, um, obviously we do want peace and unity in this world and, and hopefully all the listeners that are listening to this are in tune with us in that sense. And, but, uh, to wait, to live a good life, I think that's something that we need to kind of figure out ourselves internally. And just wanted to hear your views on, cause you've seen like you went through a life, uh, with many ups and downs. And I'd like to ask you, um, in a, on a personal level, what does it mean for you to have purpose in life? What is the, um, you know, objective that you think you have in, in life? Well, yeah, I don't know anybody on the spiritual path who hasn't had ups and downs. I don't know anybody on the planet right now that's not going through uh, their own personal ups and downs. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, the Cosmic Master said all these experiences have been specially designed uh, to mold us, to make us better. Um, yeah, we go through very painful experiences. And, uh, you know, I've been through extremely painful experiences. But... The question is, well, do you go through these painful experiences and say, why me? Or do you go through these painful experiences and be thankful that, that you do so that they, they say that karma doesn't punish. They say karma teaches. So uh, the greater beings, we, we're not being punished. We're just, we're just getting uh, the experiences uh, we deserve based on our past, uh, you know, behavior our past lives and so we have to go through these very painful experiences and um, but I'm very grateful that I did I'm very grateful that it's made me a, a more wiser person it's made me a more empathetic person a more gentler person um, you know somebody who's gone through cancer how they, how can they understand cancer they can empathize more with somebody who has cancer than they than somebody who doesn't so the sometimes these experiences are, are given to us so that we can be more empathetic uh, to other people and so um, you know I would say to your listeners that you know for me I, I kept my it, it's a case of keeping my faith in my spiritual program in my spiritual master and his organization knowing that whatever I went through is essential to make me the kind of human being that I am um, and so, um, um, yeah, I've made mistakes. Uh, I've, you know, I, I don't have a halo over my head. I, I don't sprout wings. Uh, I've made many mistakes in my life. But the thing is, so long as I'm trying, and so long as your listeners keep trying to be better people, eventually, uh, we, we, you know, we will become better people, um, no matter what we go through. And, you know, We've been told that we, we didn't come on this planet to suffer and whatever challenges that we're given uh, are essential and they're, they're given to the point where we can also uh, do them as well 
they say we don't we're not given anything we can't overcome so whatever your listeners are going through just keep the faith keep sending out the light keep being of service and automatically uh, things will get better in your life uh, maybe not the way i planned they would be but the way my karmic pattern uh, planned that it would be i'm not really a person that really believes in like destinies and things and i don't personally think that there should be an objective or a purpose in life i think the purpose of life is just the experience right and how you live life is is what makes this life special it's not about achievements it's not about you know doing things or leaving your name in history all these kind of things is probably true i think it's kind of trivial to me it's it's really living the day-to-day and that's the that's the life well I don't think it, it doesn't matter who you are. It's been said that that our, that our higher selves, um, before we're born, actually uh, choose the parents that we're going to be born into, and so uh, I think uh, an outline is given as far as uh, the experiences that we need, and then either we conf- uh, either we follow them or we divert to the left or to the right or stay in the middle. Um, I. You know, and, and again, it's up to us as far as, you know, what we need to do in order to change our evolution. Do we need to regress, you know, by sending out hateful thoughts? And or do we do we continue to stay and 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 become a, a, a better person? So, again, it, the decision is ours to make. And I totally agree with that. Well, thank you very much for your time again. And uh, for the for the listeners, again, Wajid's book. The Struggles for World Sanity is out on Amazon. I hope everybody picks it up and have a read through it. I fully enjoyed it myself. Uh, thanks again, Wajid, for your time. Uh, my pleasure, Takasozi. I appreciate it. Hi, this is your host, Takatoshi Shibayama. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Now, if you enjoyed or disliked the show, please let me know by writing in the comment section. The only way I can improve or add value to you is through your voices. If there are any topics that you would like me to pick up, please also let me know in the comments. I'd love to start chatting with you all. And if you would like to continue watching the show, please subscribe. Thank you.